Tetra was the first site that we introduced the infinite adjust system on the front end. With previous sites, we had what we call a hopscotch or plug and play type of scope housing, where you had to bolt the scope housing to the frame to find the correct location. The Tetra changed that with the infinite adjust system. So now, when you sight in your 20 yard mark, you can really fine tune by sliding the whole scope housing up and down in this channel system. That's probably one of the biggest features to the Tetra. Another key feature of the Tetra is Ninja Star yardage wheel. Getting a better hold on the yardage wheel, especially when you're hunting and you have heavier gloves on. The Tetra does have 100 yard capabilities with the yardage tape and that's to the yard. A couple other key features of the Tetra is you get both third and second axis for even more precision. But one of the key features as far as looks goes is we've updated the front end or the housing of the Tetra. So now you have a brighter, larger uh, scope ring which helps with peep alignment as well as a built-in scope level which is just more secure. The Tetra is available in a fixed frame bracket with, with three different mounting locations as well as a dovetail or tournament edition uh, so you can adjust the distance that the scope housing is away from your bow and the Tetra is also available in three different scope housing sizes. You get an inch and five eighths, an inch and three quarter, as well as a new four pin multiple pin head. All the heads are interchangeable. All the Tetras are compatible with any of our accessories. For more information, you can visit our website at www.hhasports.com. Hello, we're at the 2020 ATA show at uh, Veteran Innovative Products, uh, an all-American made and manufactured broadhead. So we've got a new one for 2020 called the Combat Veteran 4-Blade. As you can see, 4-Blades got a lot of the same high-quality materials we used with our original 2-Blade Veteran, but the Combat Veteran has a different deployment system. How it deploys is you just squeeze a little bit on your main blades, okay, those compress, and then the broadhead opens still has our momentum management compressible blade technology so the cutting diameter is inch and a quarter by two inches on this when deployed uh, in flight it's one inch by inch and a quarter another feature we added this year with these heads uh, is that you can exchange the bone breaching field point tip with a 125 grain setup if you would like so swap the tip out get you 125 grains instead of 100 which is big with those Western hunters. And then it's really simple to lock back in place, roll those blades up, and then it's a click, and another click on the other side. It's completely set in, will not prematurely deploy, will not rattle free, solid containment, 100% deployment every time. So we've made a lot of good adjustments and refinements to it to make sure that it's guaranteed to deploy every single time. So that's what's new for VIP this year. We would like to just take a second to help you make the final decision on your new Kydex holster. We the People offers all American-made holsters designed for everyday carry. Whether it's inside the waistband or outside, these holsters are made with quality and don't break your bank like other high-end holster companies. And plus, they offer free shipping on all orders in the USA. So go have a look, and while you're at it, check out what else they have to offer. Merch link in bio. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Bucks of America podcast. My name is Jeff, and tonight I'm sitting here at the S3DA shoot in Hortonville, Wisconsin, and my next guest is Bruce. Now, Bruce has been the the 
president. He's been a long lifelong member to the, how do you pronounce? It's um, Outagamie Conservation Club. So we, we we're in Outagamie County in Wisconsin, but right. we, we got rid of the county part of it. <laughs> so it's just Outagamie Conservation Club. Yeah. So then you, you've been with part of the company, part of the club since four, for 42 years. It's like, so why don't you give us a little history of this club? Okay. Yeah. This club was purchased by a single guy back in 1937. Mm-hmm. <coughs> He bought 44 acres of land here, cost him uh, $500 and a bottle of whiskey. Oh, wow. So, you know, <coughs> they bartered back then, you know, for things. So, uh, you know, he purchased the land in 37. In 1941, we incorporated. Okay. And uh, we've been going, you know, getting better and better and better, you know, all along. <coughs> the early years, it was a, a pheasant rearing program is what they started out with. So they'd okay. raise... 1,500 pheasants and release them into the outdoors for, you know, the DNR call it a put and take program. Okay. Where, you know, we'd raise them, tag them so they knew where they came from, put them out in the wild, and then basically hunters were taking them out of the wild. They didn't think that they would actually live, you know, throughout the winter and things mm -hmm. like that because mm -hmm. they were produced in a pen. Yeah. But we found out that was completely wrong. You know, uh -huh. we started putting them out there, and all of a sudden we have landowners that gave us permission to put pheasants on their property. We find out all of a sudden in the spring, they got pheasant chicks running around where they haven't had for 20 years. So we knew uh -huh. that our program was working. That's great. That's kind of how it got started out way back when. And then we've just, you know, got bigger and better and more things, you know, and, and we're into just about everything. Mm -hmm. so. so so now uh, over the last so many years, and it's like I've seen like this course is absolutely gorgeous here. And like you shoot uh, trap out here twice a week. And now we're having the S3DA tournament out here. You, this is your third year, correct, doing this? I, I think this is our third year. Uh, Dan came up to us, you know, and asked. And, you know, we think we got a really good facility. We have 64 acres of land, and we, we can put the 3D course up pretty much wherever Dan wants it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he came up to us and said, you know, it, it, it's his program. We're just here to help him out and provide yeah. the space for him, you know. So, uh, yeah, we think we got a real good place for it. Fishing pond, trap. We have our own archery range out there. It's 45-shot, 15-station, 45-shot archery range. So we shoot archery uh, mm -hmm. league during the week also. So, you know, we're, we're set up for programs like that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then, now, do you guys do uh, whitetail hunts out here too for, like, for, for charity for, like, kids or for uh, veterans? We, we don't have the space for that. We, 64 acres of land is it. You know, you're mm -hmm. going to start doing something like that. You need a lot more. Okay. We have some members that do hunt, including myself, uh, on the property. So members can hunt here. And we're in the process right now of trying to figure out how we're going to control that a little bit because all of a sudden 64 acres land we got 20 people want to come and hunt on it yeah so right now we have a committee right. together and and we're trying to figure out how we're going to take care of that you know so mm -hmm. almost sounds like almost like doing a lottery program for it and yeah. where you where you buy that buy a lottery ticket and then if you don't win well at least the money goes back to the club right yeah and, and again they're going to set up a committee and, and take care of that and and I don't think they want me on the committee because I have some other ideas of how how to do it. But thought I'm going to leave that up to the, yeah. up to the group out here. Yeah. I'm so. not on the board of directors anymore, like you said before. Mm -hmm. I, I spent 42 years out here. I started in '79 when I got out of the military. Yeah. Helping out, I was president for years on the board of directors for years. Mm -hmm. um, I just retired from our biggest fundraiser that we ever have. Yeah. We just did 50 years of snowmobile ATV race. Okay. So that was our 50th. Not too many places have ever, you know, raced for that long. Mm -hmm. So I, I ran that for a lot of years, and I'm just getting up an age where I'd like to step back a little bit. Lord be willing, yeah. I'll still be around to help out, you know, <laughs> the guys that are that are working on it. Uh -huh. uh, and this year was, was just unbelievably fantastic for this little organization, you know, to bring in the number of people we had. Mm -hmm. um, we figured we had about 4,500 people here 
Wow. And you're sitting here looking at this building and how could you ever do that, you know, for a one-day event. Mm -hmm. uh, we started racing at 11 o'clock. The last checkered flag fell at 6.30 at night. Wow. We ran 80 races that day. <laughs> and it, it's just unbelievable, you know, things That's that fun. this organization puts on and does. You know, things like today, this 3D shoot. Uh, we got in the youth trap years and years and years ago. We had it in seven high schools where they came out and shot here. Our youth trap now is three Mondays uh, a month. On mm -hmm. the second Monday of the month, we have our general membership meeting. Yeah. So we, we don't have it then because all of us guys that are and gals that are helping out, you know, are inside the clubhouse here having a meeting. So, so we, uh, youth trap, first time shooters shoot for free. We go out and, you know, collect enough donations and things like that. So, yeah. so we're a nonprofit. We're a 501c7. We're not the C3 where we're completely tax exempt, but we are still a nonprofit organization. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we need some fundraisers to take care of, you know, keeping these doors open. Yes. So and paying for the property tax. Exactly. Like, yeah. That, that never stays the same or, you know, <laughs> yeah, it never, it never gets so. any cheaper. And we just, we just had a, a take a kid fishing day, which I hate to pat myself in the back too much, but I started that. And I don't know how many years ago, 30 years ago, Yeah. Shopco used to have it when all, all the Shopco stores are closed, but they only had it four or five years. And then I brought it to the membership. I was president. I said, let's do it ourselves." Okay. Well, last Saturday we had 259 kids fishing out of this pond. Wow. That's... And everything is free for the kids. Uh -huh. We go out and collect donations. They, they fish for free. They eat for free. They mm -hmm. prizes for every one of them. Trophies for the top three fish in each of the six categories that we yeah. have, you know, so it's just a fantastic day. And we have such great board of directors and membership here that we just want to come out and see the smiles on those kids faces a lot of the kids uh -huh. have never ever fished before yeah and they can come out in this pond and i will guarantee you if you fish in this pond you're going to catch some fish yeah what do you get what do you so. stock the pond with well it's pretty much self-sufficient right now okay. you know we've been keeping an eye on it and i kind of take care of the pond a little bit not that i'm a fantastic pond guy or have a you know background in pond but I just keep track of what fish we have in there and control the predators we have and, and yeah. the other fish we, you know, that we do have. And just before fishing, of course, I throw in some rainbow trout for the kids to come out and catch. So, <laughs> because they're, they'll bite right away, you know? Yeah. So, so that's always fun just to see the smile on their faces when they, you know, come out and do that. So. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's, it's always fun to get them out there. When I was growing up, it's like my dad took us to a lot of these those little functions to get us out for sure. for entertainment. We're out there for eight to ten hours, just out there fishing. If we don't win, we don't win. But hey, yeah. it's fun. It was like it was a very cheap investment on a, on a lifetime memory. Yeah, when when we were kids, we went to some farmer's pond somewhere where the creek was backed up or something, you know, and yeah. caught all the bullheads you ever wanted to catch, you know. <laughs> so yeah, everybody likes to get out and fish a little bit. Exactly, and it doesn't take much to get into it, and you can go as simple as just you throwing out a line with attached to your finger and going from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would recommend it when going to the big water, deep no, water, but you no. know, well, you're just going out there for uh, just simple cane pole works yep, out too. Yeah, well. cane pole, branch off a tree with some line. Yeah, we've done it, done it all when we were kids. So yeah, exactly. And so now um, with the so with this being your third year, it's like this is this uh, from what I understand, this is one of the biggest turnouts you guys had, like just under. Uh, right I haven't. Around, I brought a, right around a hundred kids, I believe. I haven't had a time to talk to Dan yet today because yeah. we've both been running around like. Yeah. Crazy. More him than me. You know, yeah. I'm just uh, helping him do whatever he needs me to do. Uh -huh. I think it's at about 120. That's just a number That's that fantastic. he threw at me. You know, he mm -hmm. said the biggest they've ever had. Yeah, and today's you know. been a really good turnout for me because I've had a record. This is my sixth podcast for the day. Yeah. And I've had a lot of fun guests on here, boys and girls. So it's like you yeah. can have one of a, uh, one of the gals that shot here, but now she's at a collegiate lead out down there in Texas A&M. So okay. it's like it's, yeah. it's, it was fun to talk to her and pick her brain, like how things have changed. And things have grown really rapidly since yeah. 2017 when, when she was looking for schools. Yeah, yep. And, and we see that with a lot, you know. And we're into the youth programs as much as we can get because you know that's our future mm -hmm. 
eventually I'm not going to be running this club anymore. Yeah. You know, and a lot of our board of directors are getting up in age. You know, Mm -hmm. there's three of us that are retired for a while and we do, you know, quite a bit of the work. The old 10% rule, I think we're down to the 5% rule. 5% do 100% of the work. It's just like any (laughs) other organization you have, you know. But we have to get the young adults involved in something outdoors, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is a perfect spot for them. Come out here and, and we got some young guys now stepping up and say, hey, I, I love what you do. You brought me into trap shooting when I was 12 years old. Okay. You know, now I, I am married and I need to get back into it, you know. Uh-huh. So he's out here now helping us out, wants to get on our board of directors. So we need more of that. We need more of the youth to get into programs like this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're pushing for. Yeah. So then how did, like, I know with like 2020, like a lot of people stopped from being outside or stopped being from inside being outside. And like, we've, like, I went to a lot of different HJ shoots and some 3D archery tournament last week, last year. Yeah. And they were always busy. We had always an average of 50 to 80 people always showing up just being going to be out there. Yeah. Like, you guys must have did pretty well then just being, getting people outside. Well, we had to cancel a few things. Yeah. You know, our fishing, our fishing day last year, we didn't yeah. pull that off because... Mm-hmm. We were worried about 250 kids shoulder to shoulder, you know, yeah. even though we're, out, we're outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we ha- we canceled our, our second biggest fundraiser that we have, which is a haunted hayride. Okay. Again, we Makes got sense. 25 people on a hay wagon, you know, mm-hmm. going out in the woods and stuff. We just didn't want to take a chance on some of that stuff. Yeah, I get it. But Dan got a hold of us uh, last year for the S3DA, and we said, hey, if you're willing to give it a shot. So we kind of put a survey out with a lot of the parents, and he got enough mm-hmm. response from it. We're willing to open our doors because most everything's outside here, you know. Yes. And and we mentioned that, you know, if you don't feel comfortable coming, stay home. Yeah. You yeah. know, but again, it's outside and mm-hmm. we try and do as much outside here as we can. Yes. Our races that we just had in January, that was our 50th and we were hesitant on that. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm I'm the chairman of the races out here and, and I just said to the, our board of directors, I said, hey, it, it's going to be really hard for me to accept that you're going to cancel our 50th anniversary mm-hmm. race yeah um if people want to come they'll come yes if they don't want to and we served all of our food outside yeah we had our refreshments outside sure mm-hmm. they can go in our clubhouse if they wanted to but everybody's out here you know yes and it was the biggest year we have ever had that's just fantastic we, we parked a thousand over a thousand cars in this field we're looking at right uh-huh. out there plus 190 race vehicles with trailers on wow the subdivision across the road was parked full our archery course that we just came off of back there was parked full we couldn't fit all those people in here that <laughs> wanted to get out and do something it was yeah. just unbelievable it was just fantastic so you know people are itching to get out and do something and if you can set up a program where you're outside mm-hmm. Social distancing is what they call it, I guess. I never heard of that when we were growing up, you know, such a thing. But now they came up with a word for it. But, you know, if you can do things outside, I think people are ready to get outside and do some stuff, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And especially for how many kids are here today. I mean, this is just yeah. fantastic. This like is. I was talking to Seth and a few other coaches and such. They were saying that, like, their, their programs have been just blowing up. Like Bucks and Bulls, they, they have an average, like, a very large group of followings. They're starting to show up all the way down to as young as, what, three, I think it was? I, that, I don't uh, know. Sam might know. He just walked past here. Sam's what's the youngest one we had today. Youngest shooter we had. Six. Yeah, so... Six up to there were some 18s because they're seniors. Yeah, yep. that's a that's a pretty good you know <laughs> span of, of kids that are out here and want to yeah. get out and do something, and it's guys like this right here. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to toot my horn for this here. Guys like this right here to get the program started and keep it going with the young adults in the archery program, which mm-hmm. is a 
fantastic thing to do. You know, hopefully these kids get out and spend some time in the woods, you know, with a bow and arrow and things like that. So I, I, yeah. I started shooting archery in 1964. You know, a lot of people don't realize we even had bow and arrows back then, <laughs> but I've been doing it my whole life, and it's just fantastic, you know, yeah. sitting out in the woods in the peace and quiet. So mm-hmm. I've only been uh, bow hunting since 2015. I've, oh. I've, I, don't, I, I well. don't even gun hunt anymore. I got a, I got a, I just built an AR, but that's more for uh, for drilling and for uh, going after coyotes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fun. Anytime you can get uh, the young adults out in the woods, mm-hmm. you know, I'm all for it. I help out as much here with the young adults as I can, and and like I said before, as we were talking, that's our future, you yes. know, down the road. So, mm-hmm. at least with having 64 acres, you can bring in a few kids to run small camps, yeah. like d- teaching them like what to look for deer signs, stuff like that. You yeah. get them all excited. And if you happen to come across a, a doe and some fawns, like right, especially right now during this time frame right here, yeah. it just you just really make the ex- things really exciting. Yeah, and, and we get all of the uh, safety programs that are required by the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, I we teach all of them right here in our clubhouse. Yeah, we do them all. And I'm certified to do every one of them myself. So you think I'm busy today. I do like seven safety programs a year, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, uh, and I enjoy that too. Again, it's mm-hmm. young adults and things like that. Mm-hmm. And we do something you maybe didn't even know and we didn't discuss. We do a program in September. It's called WOW, Women's Outdoor Workshop. Okay. It's just ladies out here. Okay. They come out. There's like 10 things on the list. You get to choose six or seven to do that day. It's a one hour each uh, mm-hmm. between kayaking, paddle boarding, trap shooting, archery shooting. We had somebody come out here, zero turn lawnmower because the ladies never used one of them at home. Do you want one? You know, uh-huh. and uh, food tasting and what you can use out in the wild, you know, to eat and it just goes on and on and on with programs for the never ladies. Never even heard and, of that. That's, that's nope. actually genius and right there. We had, and don't count me exact on numbers i think it was around 70 last year wow. we're talking about going to two days now that's a, awesome. a weekend deal yeah and it's so now you know and we've been doing it for quite a few years the treasure that we have she's the one that kind of got it started mm-hmm. and uh now we're seeing grandma daughter granddaughter oh that's fantastic. All, all coming out here together because grandma was the first one to come you know so uh-huh. it, so it's something else that we do too and plus it also allows you if you start bringing into the older aspects of the f- foraging and then also bring in the canning and such oh, yeah. bring back the old the old ethics that were established during the, the great depression and bring it sure. back to because we don't know what's going to happen over yeah. the next few years and stuff like that because there's been a lot of interesting things that have been happening on a gra- on a global scale especially like we have the g7 summit and you don't don't know what the elite's going to have planned in their thing. Like, I'm starting to see a big push towards foraging and hunting and uh, canning. Yep. Canning's really coming back because oh, yeah. they don't know when food's going to run out. We had the one teepee scare. You know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Well, I come from a family of 14, so I know all about living off the land and <laughs> eating what you harvest and going out in big gardens and things like that. So, you know, and, and I think you're correct. It is it is coming back. But you, you'd be surprised a lot of the ladies that come out here, they hear about it, they think it sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that we go through, they have never, ever done before and mm-hmm. probably wouldn't do it if we didn't have a program like this out here for them, you know, because their, their husbands or dad, you know, never did any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they come out here and we have the programs here. So we just get them involved in it and they come back. You know, yeah. they come back every year after year. So it, it, that got to be a really great program. And again, that's not one of our fundraisers. We don't make mm-hmm. any money off of that. You know, same as today. Yeah, we, we got some food and refreshments for them, you know, mm-hmm. but we, we don't open this up for the shoot so we can make a bunch of money. That's yeah. not what it's for. We're a mm-hmm. conservation club. We need these young adults yes. to get involved with conservation programs, and we think that's a good way to do it with us helping people out like what's going on today. Yeah, and if you're able to keep the price point where it's acceptable for parents, yeah. so it's a fantastic idea. And it's like, yeah. I, like, I like the concept of getting kids away from the, the from the TVs out to the outdoors because you, you, can't, you can't make memories behind a controller. Exactly right, yeah, and, and you take a kid... 
like a lot of these kids out here today, there are going to be some first places. You think that kid's ever going to forget that he took first place at the Outagamey Conservation Club in the state shoot? No. No, that's going to last forever and ever, you know, and those are the memories that you got to you gotta produce with those kids. Yes. They're going to remember it forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, I, when I hunt and fish with my grandkids, th- those are things that, well, me too, I remember also, but those kids, as they grow up, they're going to, hey, Grandpa took me and did this, or, you know, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got you to get them involved, and we're all happy to open our facility up we think we have a great facility here and we're happy to open it up for things like this yeah and do the boy scouts come out here too as well yep. the girl scouts yeah there you go boy scouts uh, camp out out here they also come in the winter time and sleep mm-hmm. overnight they they go out and, and i used to call them igloos i don't know what the boy scouts call them now so they blow a bunch of snow up on a pile mm-hmm. come a week later and go dig that out and then they go in there and sleep out there so way go. in the back, yeah. So they're out here doing that, too. That's the way to do it because yeah. like you, you build your relationship at such a young age. It's like these relationships last your lifetime. I still hang out. I still talk to some of my Boy Scout friends from yeah. back in the day. And you know? Scout leaders you probably yeah. still remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Some of the most influential so. people that you'll meet out here. Yep. Yep. So, no, we, we enjoy what we got. And thank you again for coming out here, you know. And, yeah, actually, and, thank Dan. I would have never yeah, thought well, this was going to be an opportunity. Well, now you know we're here, and we, we talked about what we got going on, so maybe yeah. you need to keep track of our calendar and, and come back someday, you know. <laughs> I, I just got to make sure it's okay with life because it's like I, I, I like <laughs> to go every – I'm a, I'm a doer, so it's like I just keep going and going yeah. and going. Like I want to go shoot archery tomorrow, but she says I can't. Yeah. So it's like, well, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she says she needs to take a break. So, all right. Well, you just got to bring her along when there's stuff for her to do. Wow. Well, she shoots with us. You know, come out she there. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, even uh, some uh, something else we do at this club, but it's not this club itself. But I'm also mm-hmm. in a snowmobile club. Okay. That has their meetings here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of playing softball and snowmobiles. No. So our snowmobile club, their fundraiser, which happens right here at the Audigami Conservation Club, we have an eight-team tournament. Uh, soft, slow pitch softball and snowmobiles. Okay, so how yeah. does that work? Well, it's a slow pitch game. Okay. Only got to use a snowmobile. And there's a few other rules, you know, involved okay. in it. So so really quick, I'm going to run through it real quick just to give a little dig for my snowmobile club as long as Go we're out it. here. Go but, for uh, it. So all the defensive players have a snowmobile except mm-hmm. pitcher and catcher. Okay. Pitcher has a circle we put on the ground, plastic mm-hmm. ring. He can't leave that plastic ring when the ball's hit. Okay. Catcher has a plastic ring. He can't leave that plastic ring when the ball's hit. Okay. You have to stay in contact with your snowmobile to field the ball. Mm-hmm. So if the ball's hit right over there, he's got to start his snowmobile up and go get it. <laughs> no snowmobiles are running when the ball's pitched. Okay. So the batter hits the ball, jumps on his sled, starts it up, and runs to first base. Oh, fine. You know, and all the defense has to, again, stay in contact with their snowmobile to field the ball. Mm-hmm. And then try and throw it to the bases. Bases have snowmobiles. Guy standing on there, okay. he has to stay in contact. So if yeah. you don't throw the ball real accurate... He can't go over and get it, you know. He's got <laughs> it. so it, it's hilarious, and people it's just look forward to it. It's got to be a lot of it. fun. It and is. So then, how much space is that required to be able to maneuver all that? Oh, it's not much. We keep the bases down at only seventy-five feet. Okay. You know, like a slow pitch game would be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty easy. We just have orange cones out there, and there's three or four out. You set up a, a ten-man team, however you want. Slow pitch has ten players on it. You set okay. that up however you want. Yeah. Two short stops, one short stop, four outfield, however you want to set it up, and then. It's a great big ball painted orange. Yep. You got to wear a coat. You got to wear gloves. Mm-hmm. Not a baseball glove, a pair of gloves. Yep. So you can't really handle that ball with one hand. So it's kind of a two-handed game. So, yeah. And we have ladies out here playing, young kids starting out. So, so that that's another thing we do out here, too. That's, so. that's, that's cool. like getting 20 people organized to be able to do that. It's a blast. Yeah. Now, do you, do you have multiple teams or just? Eight. 
18, eight, eight teams? teams, yes. Wow, 80 people have the time yes. to do that. That's 80, awesome. 80 people come out with all our fans and spectators and parents and all that's better halves and all that. That so. would be fun to just come out here and just yeah. be a spectator. Yeah, we thought a local TV station, Fox, came out and filmed it once, and we were all uh-huh. over the United States and you know, all over the place on the news on Monday morning, you know, about this snowmobile <laughs> softball tournament. So That is hilarious. <laughs> so it's, that's you awesome know, something though. the Conservation Club lets us come out and do. We have the uh-huh. facilities. You know, yeah. we do it right here in front of the trap range where they're shooting archery right now. That's, that's our softball uh, no kidding. diamond right out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. But it's like so, a nice little area keeps everything conge- uh, yep. uh, tight. So. Yep. So we're, in a, you know, we get involved in a lot of stuff. We've had three, four weddings out here, complete wedding ceremonies, everything. We got another one coming up. You know, they want to get married on the club grounds. and That's so, exciting. Yep. Any any uh, gender reveals out here, parties? Uh, we've, we've had uh, re- a lot of retirements, a lot of high school graduations. Oh, yeah birthday parties uh bar mitzvahs yeah and i don't know what what all i mean we're yeah, we are we are busy. super busy organization mm-hmm. this the month of june every every weekend something's going on mm-hmm. at this place right here yeah you know. the nice thing is like the, this clubhouse is absolutely gorgeous and yeah. we get all these different amounts from all across the country yeah and then it's like but it's all nice air conditioning it's very nice wide open spaces so yep. you can accommodate a large group of people yeah yeah 245 in a clubhouse if you want to pack them all in there Nice. You know, plus 64 acres of land outside if you want to, you know, get out here and do whatever you want to do. So, and the archery course, a lot of people come out and just walk the archery course just for a nature walk. Mm-hmm. You know, we have uh, 15 stations with three shots at each station. So, 40, yeah. 45 shot archery course back there. Uh-huh. Fishing pond where you're looking at right over my shoulder here. You, you yeah. know, if you're a club member, you can fish out of that. It's all catch and release. So, a lot, lot of things to do at, at this place right here. Now, uh, what? So, do you guys do lifetime memberships here as we well? We do. Okay. We do. Yeah. So, why don't you break that down so if somebody wants to become a member here? So okay, like uh, sure. So we sell a family membership. Okay. So it's uh, two adults. We used to say husband and wife, but now we have to be politically correct, so we're changing our bylaws to two adults and children under the age of 18. Okay. All in that family membership, $30. Okay. You know, which I don't know of another place that has a membership for the whole family for 30 bucks a year. No, $300 for a lifetime membership. And all you're looking at today, and you've talked to a lot of people that have been out here, mm-hmm. you see the property we have. Yes. You have this whole property for 30 bucks a year. You yes. know? The yeah. reason we can do that is because of the fundraisers we do. Mm-hmm. Our snowmobile ATV races are a big one. Yeah. Um, just to put it in perspective really quick, Eagle River has a world championship race up there. Okay. The championship race on Sunday had 500 spectators. Wow. I just told you we parked 1,030-some cars. Yeah. We figured we have about 4,000 people here that day wow. in this facility we're sitting here looking at. It was just incredible. Crowd of people. Oh, my God. It was just incredible. Yeah. But we're local. We have the whole Fox Valley here, you mm-hmm. know, Nina Menashe, Applin, Kimberly, Kakana, you know, all mm-hmm. that area right here to draw from. Yes. But there was no other race in the state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID, I think, turned a lot of them away. But, again, yeah. we didn't advertise a super lot, but... Everything was outside. We mm-hmm. served. You see guys cooking right here next to you. Probably yep. smelled it all oh, day man, long. It's been but we served right out here too. Mm-hmm. You did not have to go in that clubhouse, even though the clubhouse packed all day long. Right. You know, and yes. the facilities we have here for everybody to be outside. You know, that it was it was great. It's the greatest year we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So to do our fiftieth and have the greatest year we ever had, it's just pretty incredible. You know? Yeah, that so. is that is a nice aspect to have everything. And yeah. it's like everybody I've talked to about this place, just nothing but praise. Yeah, well that that's good. That's why we 
come out and you know a lot of it well we're all volunteers we all volunteer ourselves to mm -hmm. to show off what we have because we think we got a pretty good facility out here you know yeah. and i'm glad that people did praise it because yeah. we we think we put on a pretty good show no matter what comes out here to happen yeah i think i, I i'm hoping that uh, dan's been talking to chris and like bringing hja shoot out here because i think this would be a fantastic there, location there's some uh, other things in the works that i've talked to people mm -hmm. about today already yeah and we're not going to mention that because we're not uh, we're not set in stone but we're yes. we're penciled in we're penciling on a few other shoots, yeah. uh, and hopefully we can, you know, these guys like Sam and Dan, you know, they can help us pull some of these off because, again, you've seen our facility. We think we've got a great facility, mm -hmm. and I think we can handle some other shoots that are, you know, in the works at this time. Yeah. And uh, we, we want to show people off what we got. Yeah, know? exactly. Because this is just, I haven't had a chance to walk the 3D course, but from uh, what everybody, all the kids say, just, they just had a blast. Yeah, you it just have to fun. jump in that gator donated by Reister and Snell and take a little ride. Let Dan ride your own today before you guys take off. Both of you hop in there and he can show you what we yeah, got. Yeah, because so. uh, Dan opened up his home, Dan and Brandon opened their home for us for tonight. So we're, gonna, oh. we're all going to hang out and have oh, dinner. Perfect. Together. Yeah, perfect. That's great. That's great. Man, yep, thank so. you for coming on, Bruce. Man, we oh. we were hit about a half hour, but we covered a lot of topics. Yeah, I'm gonna be definitely posting, including the race from this past winter, on there so people can watch it. Oh yeah, yeah. If you can get some videos or something of it, and I my daughter yeah. was oh, did you? Yeah, my daughter's got a a bunch of pictures and stuff from all the years prior too that we put up on the screen while we were, uh -huh. you know, and some of the guys that have raced here since they were 12 years old, you know, and. Night, well, we've been going since 71, mm -hmm. 50 years, you yep. know, and some of them guys were 12 years old in, in 71, and they're still out here <laughs> spinning laps around the racetrack. Just having a bunch of kids out here having yeah. fun. I actually started myself about five, six years ago. I, you know, I never raced myself, but uh, I had a guy I went to school with. He said, we need to start an old-timers race, you know. Okay. So, and that's what I call it. Well, now they call it the Masters. <laughs> I'm no master, you know, but I got another guy that... Young guy lets me drive his sled, you know, he's not worried about me crashing it too bad. So, so the last four or five years, I've even turned some laps on the racetrack myself, you know, having fun out there. So, there you go. So, it's a good time. And again, we appreciate you coming out and putting this yeah. out here for us. And, You're very uh, welcome. I had a yeah. blast. I, I yeah. mean, this, we couldn't ask for a better day. Absolutely yeah. beautiful out there, except yeah. for all the cottonwood, but you know, oh, yeah. you got to yeah. take what we can get, but it's like it's not hot, not muggy, not yeah. humid. It's got this beautiful breeze. And you found yourself here. a spot in the shade here most of the day, so, yes. Yes. so you're good. I just kind of got lucky that nobody was here, so <laughs> like Dan helped me pull the table on over, and here we are. Well, good. Thanks again. I appreciate you having me on board. You're very welcome, Bruce. Alrighty. Enjoy the rest of your day now. You too. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Bye.